I've never let that intro uh, run all the way through, but wow, I'm back. And if that isn't cause for celebration, I don't know what is. Oh, Peter, you shouldn't let the intro go that far. I'll tell you what. You start your own podcast, and you run the intro music as much as you want. (laughs) Uh, Welcome one, welcome all to the Politics Mostly podcast. I am your host, Peter Ramirez. And wow, uh, what a summer. What a summer. Busy summer. Here's a brief recap of what happened this summer politically. June 17th. Trump claims sole responsibility for making Juneteenth, quote, very famous. That's the holiday that celebrates the freeing of slaves in America. June 18th, Trump says he wants to give North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un a copy of the Rocket Man CD. June 20th, when the U.S. was seeing a rising rate of coronavirus, Trump told his administration to, quote, slow down the testing. So I said to my people, slow the testing down, please. Later that day, Trump accused Obama of treason. Now, what was the specific crime Trump accused Obama of? I will let Trump tell you that. Mr. President, in one of your Mother's Day tweets, you appear to accuse President Obama of the biggest political crime in American history by far. Those were your words. What crime exactly are you accusing President Obama of committing, and do you believe the Justice Department should prosecute him? Uh, Obamagate. It's been going on for a long time. It's been going on from before I even got elected, and it's a disgrace that it happened. And if you look at what's gone on, and if you look at now all of this information that's being released, and from what I understand, that's only the beginning. Uh, Some terrible things happened, and it should never be allowed to happen in our country again. And you'll be seeing what's going on over the next, over the coming weeks. But I, and I wish you'd write honestly about it. But unfortunately, you choose not to do so. Yeah, John, please. Crime. What is the crime exactly that uh, you're accusing him of? You know what the crime is. The crime is very obvious to everybody. All you have to do is read the newspapers, except yours. Uh, John, please. The next day, Trump uh, claimed that we have new hypersonic missiles, which he calls super dupers. We have, uh, I call it the super duper missile. Later that week, Trump did not bring up the issue of Russian bounties on U.S. troops with a meeting with Vladimir Putin. Then Trump retweeted a video of one of his supporters screaming white power. Trump then attacked NASCAR for banning Confederate flags at events. And um, imagine looking at the Confederacy and thinking to yourself, this is a winning issue in the suburbs. You're either so racist you can't help yourself, or you're just politically dumb, or in Trump's case, probably both. July 9th, he commutes Roger Stone's sentence. Nothing like giving out pardons to your buddies who do your illegal bidding. Also on July 9th, he signals he wants to sell Puerto Rico. Then Trump said he aced a dementia test, which is uh, (laughs) probably the biggest self-own I've probably ever seen. The fact that you have to take a dementia test is because you or those around you think you may have dementia. And then because he lies all the time, who knows if he actually aced the test. So he's acknowledging that people around him think he may, that he may have dementia. And we don't even know if he actually passed the test because he can't tell the truth. July 10th, Trump claims Obama played more golf than him. Now, this will shock my listeners. But that's actually a lie. 
<laughs> Trump has played 139 rounds of golf since inauguration, costing us, the U.S. taxpayer, about $141 million. This is what Trump said about playing golf before getting elected back in 2016. I love golf, but if I were in the White House, I don't think I'd ever see Turnberry again. I don't think I'd ever see Doral again. I own Doral in Miami. I don't think I'd ever see many of the places that I have. I don't ever think I'd see anything. I just want to stay in the White House and work my ass off, make great deals, right? Who's going to leave? There won't be time to go on vacations. There won't be time to go golfing all the time. I'm not going to play much golf because there's a lot of work to be done. You need leadership. You know, you can't fly to Hawaii to play golf. I don't know where the president was. He wasn't very far away. Maybe he was playing golf. Obama, it was reported today, played 250 rounds of golf. Obama went golfing every day. Let Obama go play golf every day. Obama plays more golf than professional players on the PGA Tour. Played a lot of golf. He's played more than most PGA Touring professionals play. More than a guy who plays on the PGA Tour plays. PGA Tour. Plays more golf. Plays more golf. PGA Tour. PGA Tour. I mean, this guy. Golf, 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 golf. More, more. Learning how to chip, learning how to hit the drive, learning how to putt. Oh, I want more. If you become president and you go to the White House, why would you want to leave the White House? When you're in the White House, who the hell wants to play golf? Who wants to leave the White House? How the hell do you leave for three weeks to play golf? If I get elected president, I'm going to be in the White House a lot. I'm not leaving. I'm going to be working for you. I'm not going to have time to go play golf and believe me. So, uh, in conclusion, Trump said he wouldn't play golf, played golf 139 times, then falsely said Obama played more than he did. And frankly, that's a nice little microcosm of the Trump experience. Back to the summer, July 14th, Trump's niece claims that Trump told her she, quote, has a nice rack and paid someone to take his SATs for him. July 15th, endorsed beans. This one was great. He's posed for pictures with beans, with fucking beans, at the Resolute desk, a big-ass photo op with Goya beans as we face an unprecedented economic crisis and a public health emergency. He desecrated his own offense with beans. Also, very illegal under the Hatch Act, but whatever, you know. If colluding with Russians and asking foreign adversaries for help in your own election can't bring you down, a Hatch Act violation for beans probably won't either. July 28th, retweets retweets a witch doctor who believes in, quote, alien DNA and, quote, demon sperm. Whoa. July 31st, threatens to ban TikTok. August 4th, pronounces Yosemite Park Yosemites. And then two days later, called Thailand, Thailand. When they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites, towering sequoias, shifting production to Thailand, August 8th, Trump aide asks about adding Trump, the first president in Gallup's history, to never cross 50% approval if he could be added to Mount Rushmore. August 13th, Trump promotes a coronavirus cure from the MyPillow guy. Now, I remember this like it was yesterday. I was watching a coronavirus briefing, on mute, of course, because, you know, if you listen to that stuff with the volume on, you would most certainly lose brain cells. And what do you know? Out of the corner of my eye, I see the my fucking pillow guy take the stand. It's the Rose Garden. Trump just updated us on the death count, and the guy who makes pillows in Minnesota is at the mic. I quickly reach for the remote, and I turn it up. He starts rambling about some kind of uh, plant extract that treats coronavirus. 
I'm smiling. This is great. This is fucking amazing. A presidential briefing in the Rose Garden just turned into open mic at the local comedy club. Now, has this plant extract been clinically proven to kill the coronavirus? No. Does the MyPillow guy have a financial stake in the company that sells this plant extract? Yes. But that doesn't matter. You see, the, uh, the CDC, the FDA, the scientists, the National Institutes of Health, these are the deep state actors. And the cure is actually a plant extract from the guy who sells pillows. That's what you have to put your faith in. August 22nd, Trump ordered to pay $44,000 of Stormy Daniels' legal fees. That's the uh, porn star our evangelical leader bopped when Barron was a baby. The next day, August 23rd, he tweets, Happy Sunday, we want God. Oh, nice. August 31st, August 31st, Trump compares police brutality to golfers who, quote, miss a three-foot putt. Oh, okay. Uh, September 2nd, he asked voters in North Carolina to vote twice, which is also a felony, but nothing matters with Trump. Then we learned he called fallen American soldiers losers and suckers. On September 4th, he attacks the Fox News reporter who confirmed the losers and suckers story. Trump declines to condemn Russia over the political poisoning of Navalny. On September 8th, longtime Trump lawyer Michael Cohen says that Trump visited, quote, golden showers in a sex club. Whoa. September 17th says he never downplayed the virus, even though Woodward released the audio of him downplaying the virus. Then Trump claimed the virus would go away because we will develop a herd mentality. <laughs> I think he meant herd immunity. Um, maybe he confused herd mentality with his followers. Uh, September 20th. Uh, I'll just read the headline for this one from Raw Story. Headline, quote, Trump slammed for bizarre retweet about hashtag farting sound as COVID death toll passes 200,000. <laughs> The day the death toll passed 200,000 uh, dead Americans, Trump retweeted a tweet about hashtag farting sound. And finally, to top it all off, this past weekend, he told a crowd of supporters that Joe Biden is on, quote, performance enhancing drugs, and he gets them injected in his ass. Uh, wow. Wow. What a summer. I wonder what fall will hold. Uh, hopefully a different president. Mm -hmm.